Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And before we start our look ahead to Game 4 in the Western Conference Finals and the Eastern Conference Finals, matter of fact, let's talk a little bit about what happened last night. And, Aaron, if I told you in advance that Jimmy Butler would have 16 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists, and just 31 minutes of work, you probably would have thought, okay, this series is back to equilibrium. Boston is back to their winning ways. Everything's going to be just fine for the Celtics. They can come back, et cetera, et cetera. No, that's not what happened. Instead, the Heat blasted the Celtics 128-102. to Maybe Jimmy Butler didn't have a big game, but guess who did? Gabe Vincent with his 29 points. Caleb Martin with his 18. Duncan Robinson with his 22. If you think Celtics fans are embarrassed, I think Jalen Brown might be too. And he said as much. And you know who else is embarrassed, or at least should be, is the head coach, Joe Mazzula, because the whole Celtics team looks like a total disaster. And he even said that there's a disconnect between him and the players, which is crazy. Some, uh, some headlines in Boston today. Herald, Boston Herald. Celtics embarrassed in spineless game three loss to Heat. <laughs> Getting crushed. Uh, here's a globe. Game three, a disgraceful performance by the once proud Celtics, even though it's not over. Don't you want it to be? That's the reaction <laughs> in, <laughs> in Boston. And I get it. They quit. They quit. And I'm sure everybody else quit watching that game. This is a mess. <laughs> This is a mess for the NBA. We're not going to have basketball for a week during the NBA playoffs as they're going to try to hype up some interest in the NBA finals. I don't know how you do it. We all know we've never seen a team come back uh, down 0-3. I mean, maybe there's a gentleman sweep between one of these two series. But what a disaster. Uh, They set these dates ahead of time, and you don't want to end the season earlier than expected anyways. But my goodness. But you're right. Like, who thought that you could win, that he could win a game without Jimmy Butler doing much, without Jimmy Butler doing Jimmy Butler things? And, um, well, if I told you that Tatum was the leading scorer with 14 points, that's it. I'm torn on this Missoula thing. I'm really torn on this because when this series ends, for me, it's going to be at, be about their best players not coming through. Like, in, in fact, being jokes. Okay. Is that the head coach? Is that the head coach? I know you can't fire all the players and you can't do a reboot and maybe maybe they make some sort of change because they've had this core there for quite some time and they're not going to win a championship. Um, and, and yeah, I don't think Missoula is a good coach and they obviously made the wrong decision. And look at what has happened to the defense. My God, that he put up 128 on them. But yeah, I've... Eh, for me, it's more on the players. Were they combined for 26 yesterday? They're two stars? 26? It's a joke. Yeah, it, it's a joke, and it's an embarrassment. And uh, Jalen Brown basically said as much. So let's listen to him. I don't even know where to start. The obvious letdown. I feel like we let our fan base organization down. We let ourselves down. And it was collective. We can point fingers. But in reality, it was just embarrassing. What can you say or do on and off the court to get them ready for game four? Uh, We just got to come out and play basketball. Come out with a great mentality. 
come out and have some pride about yourself. Come out and have some pride about, you know, who you're playing for. You know, have some pride about whatever and just come out and, and, and play basketball. I believe we can win the next one. So we just got to come out and play. Okay. Yeah, Aaron, no team has ever come back. <laughs> right. Pride the about whatever. Uh, yeah. Win the next one. All right, cool. Then you can make it a gentleman's sweep. That's great. I'm sure C's fans will be more than happy that they finished uh, losing in five in the Eastern Conference Finals. Aaron, no team has ever come back from down 3 nothing in an NBA series before. And given the lack of hustle, maybe even the lack of heart for the Celtics, so it certainly doesn't seem like it's going to happen here. And what's especially intriguing, Aaron, is that in terms of series prices, Boston is still 8-1 to one to win the Eastern Conference Finals. I would not recommend betting that at all. That is the weird. The Lakers are – four. it is weird. And the Lakers are 14-1. to one, And I would argue that the Lakers have actually shown some real fight. That, you know, if I had to pick one team to come back from down 3 nothing, it's L.A. because at least they've shown me something. I, I totally agree. Those games have been competitive and close. The Lakers can't close out. We'll get to that in a minute. Going back to what Joe was saying about Joe Missoula, so here's the thing. I, I still think he's in over his head. I mean, the lineup changes haven't worked. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't seem to know when to call a timeout. He said he needed to get his guys ready to play yesterday at, after the game and that they weren't ready to play. Have they, has he lost the team already? And is that why they're showing uninspiring basketball in these games? I don't know, but it seems like the head coach position lately is a disposable position. And I don't think the Celtics <laughs> will do it because it's a bit of a knee-jerk reaction. But I'm not sure he should be back after this, after what we're seeing with all this talent. I think you've got to get more out of your players. That's his job. I just don't want to give him that excuse. I don't want to give these players that out. Like, it, it put it all on Missoula. That's all I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not saying that he's a good I coach. I do agree. It's not fair. Yeah. A, yeah. There's actually probably even blame to go around between the head coach and the players not showing up. The whole thing is a complete disaster. It's just He's had I'm some shocked. really bad I moments. Yeah. yeah, he's had some bad moments, and a lot of it is off the court, so – we end up running wild with that. Like maybe stop telling people that you watch the town four times a week, even during the NBA or playoffs. Don't Those like, what, what do you see a head coach say? There's a disconnect between me and the locker room. Why yeah. would you say that yesterday after a blowout loss? Like at least keep that quiet and try to fix things. Now, <laughs> now you're really going to come under fire. That just makes you want to ask more questions. And it makes you want to talk to Jalen Brown because it seemed like that guy had a lot to say, but he wasn't saying it. I mean, the embarrassing thing was one, yeah. but it felt like there was a lot more he wanted to say. Well, I mean, he here's the thing these guys are still supposed to be pros and they quit in front of the world last night. They flat out quit, whether it's on their yeah. team, on each other, whatever. And can we rewind to Friday too? Because that's getting lost in the shuffle with heading into the weekend. Dude, what was Grant Williams doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? I'll buy, I'll buy into that narrative that he unleashed that butler beast, right? Look at what's happened mm -hmm. since. <laughs> 
I, you know, let's not forget in all of this that Miami's injured. They didn't have Tyler Hero at all for this series. They haven't had Tyler Hero at all for this entire playoff run. And he was supposed to be the second scoring threat behind Jimmy Butler. Victor Oladipo is not available. This is not a 100% healthy Miami Heat team. And look at what they're doing. They are one win away from the NBA Finals. Point to Coach Poe. Point to the culture within the organization. Point to playoff Jimmy Butler. There's so many things that they do right. Even though the Celtics probably have, what, eight of the ten best players in this series? Miami has overcome all of that in resounding fashion. What more Mm -hmm. can you say about how well things are going with Miami and how poorly things are going with Boston? I mean, it it gets to the point where when we look ahead to this game four coming up Tuesday night, I don't know if I want to trust anything here because maybe a gentleman sweep can occur, but it is one of those things here. And we talk about where you, sometimes when you gain information, it actually makes the process that much harder because you can't trust the information. How do you quantify a team quitting? I don't exactly know how you would do that. Maybe they don't quit for game four. Maybe all of their shots drop. Maybe Jason Tatum goes off for 55. I don't know. But I know this much. I'm not betting on the Celtics 8-1 to one to win this series and make a massive comeback. That's what makes me think, like, what is going on behind the scenes? You know, because it doesn't make sense. Like, and, and maybe it is just the big-time players not showing up in big-time moments. Maybe it's that simple, but... I got to think there's something going on where these players are just not motivated because they were the favorites. They've been double digit favorites in these games at times. Like I, how do you make sense of this? It's unbelievable. Tatum has looked like one of the best players in the NBA at times and then has a complete dud. It's just so, so weird. They, let me add to the injured part. They, they lost a play in game. To the Atlanta Hawks. In their second play-in game, they were losing to the Chicago Bulls with less than four minutes left. Look how far they've come. And every a lot of things have had to go their way. A lot of things. Yeah. And you know, I, I thought that the Heat would put up a fight and make this a long series. I never thought that we would be here talking about Miami 3-0. Denver 3-0, okay, I could see that. Never losing at home, and the Lakers don't get it done in game three, even though they're actually fighting. I could, we could all see that. I think most of us have Denver as the best team, even when, even before this started, even though Boston was, prob- was a favorite or co-favorite at the time. But this, but this, nobody saw, even though the Celtics were that team that lost so many times this season, when a heavy favorite. Sure, they could look. Could they split at home before going down to Miami? Sure. But all three, all three, you've got to shake up a lot here. I think, though, we started to feel like we couldn't trust the Celtics, especially in that last series. It wasn't oh, like yeah. the uh, the Western Conference where these two teams are battling, you know, And but they the Celtics have just, like, completely taken their foot off the gas game to game, and it's like who you can't trust them, and that's scary. That's just so weird that you could be that good. I guess it goes back to the, does the regular season matter conversation? Because when you look at the Celtics, (laughs) throw that out the window because they are a no-show in the playoffs.
What have we learned, though, watching this collapse by the Celtics? That, to me, is, is the hardest thing to figure out. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, I was going to say more so from a series betting perspective. So your options, obviously, going in, if you thought the Heat were going to be frisky, you could play, like, over five and a half games, or you could play mm-hmm. Heat plus a game and a half or plus two and a half. And I played Heat plus two and a half games, but, like, earlier with, like, the Cavs and Knicks, it didn't work out, but – playing over five and a half games. Like, if you think a team, an underdog, is live or scrappy, like, would you – did you look at it a certain way before? Like, oh, I could just play the series total games or the team plus a game and a half, plus two games and a half, and has that change where, like, you know what, if you like that team, you're just better off playing them plus a game and a half, them plus two and a half games in the series, as opposed to just the total series games over? Or just how do you look at that and the difference in making that decision? I do think that specifically when it comes to the Celtics, where you have two playoff series you can point to to say, okay, they underwhelmed. They should have beaten the Hawks by five or sweep. They should have beaten the Sixers by five or sweep. Instead, those series went way longer. I wonder if that suggests that you shouldn't be betting on any series prices at all and just play individual games. Mm. And that's the time to say, okay, if you like the dog, if you like Miami in this specific game, Take them on the money line, just just like we talked about in game one of, of the series. I mean, it's funny, game right. two, we were all dreadfully wrong about the Seas. But in game one, we all thought the Heat could win this game, pull off the upset because we knew eight and a half was just way too big of a number. And so because of value, you take them on the money line. If there is a lesson, if a team looks way too volatile and you can point to sort of the intangible things to say, okay, I can there, you know, data doesn't make sense here. I don't like what I'm seeing on the floor. There's something that makes me uncomfortable about them. Then maybe the series isn't the right way to go, and you just take it game by game, and maybe that's where you make your money. Hey, at least none of us were as wrong as ESPN's BPI. They're still getting dragged, <laughs> and they should. They think the Celtics are going to come back. Okay. Uh, oh, they, wow. they gave them a less than 3% chance, Miami, to win the series. I, it's easy when you have the results in hand, right? But I think back to how we talked about um, this series beforehand and after game one. It was unanimous on this show, Boston minus 500 was wrong. That should not have been the price. We all also agreed that after losing game one, Boston minus 225 down 0-1 was wrong. Um, my, my thought is when it, when it's that far off, if we truly believe that, that we should – trust ourselves and just go the other way but again it's easy to say yeah yeah Miami we knew that series price was wrong we should have bet Miami I mean thank goodness I did (laughs) got them heat futures I mean how could you bet against the heat also so easily they've been in this position in recent memory I couldn't just write them off seven-game series last year, and it's not like the team was drastically different or a lot less healthy other than Tyler Agreed. Hero. I mean, Head that's, coach. The, that's the thing. But, yeah, mm-hmm. but everything else culturally was there. It should have been just fine. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. And coming up next, we will go to BetQL Court, and later we'll talk about the Lakers and Nuggets game four at the top of the hour. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM.